Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Better late than never. Welcome in CHGO Bears podcast. It's a Friday. We are, well, we're the opposite of chilling right now. Quite frankly, it was a hot one out there. And practice wasn't so bad today. It was like the walk over after practice, after we got done with the interviews and everything. I got a ride, so it was actually not too bad. From who? Uh, some random person. Actually, I wish I remembered her name. She was so nice. She picked <laughs> she me up. She gave you a ride. You got to remember her I have her name. I in the blog, but just, just so people understand, it is a hot, black, tarped, awful walk that is far to get back to the parking lot. It's <laughs> it's 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 twenty minutes. It, it it it's it's well, it's not that, that it's not that bad. But you don't want to do it. You're not looking forward to it. And the fact that Nick got a ride today means that. I kind of want to hit him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> we are in close quarters. But, too, but so I love you, buddy. Doable. Congratulations. Uh, I like, I'm just looking around. Can does anybody like me around here is going to offer a ride? Like Cheryl Ray Stout gets rides. Nick's getting rides. I got a ride over to the practice. There field you today. go. You got No one. I've never, no one, no one likes me. That's, that's fine. It took me 13 years, but I finally achieved status where random cart guys like, Hey, Adam, you're going to be late. Let me give you a ride. I mean, the cart guys just smile at me, look at me, wave, and keep moving. See I finally ya. feel like Larry Mayer. It's great. Um, anyway, welcome in. We're here. We are a little bit late. It was a little hectic getting out of uh, Hal's Hall today and uh, setting us all up. But we're good to go. We got a lot to talk about. And um, Very interesting day, I thought. Yeah. Um, definitely more interesting today, I think, off the practice field than mm-hmm. on it. But yep. we'll get into all that. Adam Hogue, Mark Carmen, Nicholas Moriano, Greg Braggs Jr. We're all here. Uh, and it's a nice temperature inside the man- studio yes. mansion today. The mansion is cooling. I'd like to take a uh, slight apology to uh, upper level management. When I came in today, I did not have my allergy medicine. So I went back out to the car and I, I left the front door open for a couple of seconds. And, um, uh, mansion personnel quickly was on my on my case and I had to apologize for because I just you know I didn't think it was I thought it was going to be right there on the seat and then it wasn't there and I couldn't find it so the door was open for like 48 seconds and mansion personnel uh, was was there and I, I I apologized greatly and that will not happen again for leaving the door open yes mansion personnel well it's it's you know it's cold in here it's 8,000 degrees outside yeah. can't be leaving the door open in this weather I, that's on me that, that's doors, my did you close that door Yes, I did. Okay. Yes, I did. Good. Yes, I did. Because we don't so need cats. any uh, near-death experiences yeah. like the other day. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, best and worst of the day. Nick, let's start with you. 
Best. I wrote mine down in here. Uh, I'm going to go with my best, the Chase Claypool one-on-one rep versus Tyreek Stevenson. There was one, I think it was a little slick out there, you guys, due to the rain that happened this morning because Claypool fell as he was breaking down on his route, but still he was able to recover and catch the the ball over Tyreek Stevenson. We saw how yesterday, uh, how it ended for Chase Claypool. Had a little bit of a collision, but he looked good out there. He was participating in all the drills, so it was good to see that. My worst was the, it could be a worst or a best based how you look at it, but it was a Chase Allen fumble. I thought he made a couple of plays in yesterday's practice, and I put that in my notebook that went out yesterday, but today he had a fumble, and then every single play afterwards, you saw Chase Allen. He was just covering up the ball, making sure that you know he wasn't going to do that again. Okay, I'll go. I've got two. I'm allowed to do two. I'm going to make that rule right now. Uh, number one for me was the back-to-back plays for Justin Fields. He threw a bullet to DJ Moore, who was being covered by Jalen Johnson. And I love that Jalen Johnson loves competing against DJ Moore. It was a great throw, good defense, good catch, high-level play, NFL, Pro Bowl level. That was awesome to see. Next play, lofts a beautiful ball to commit on a, on a flag. And, uh, you know, I don't know, 30, 40 yard pass that, you know, we're talking touchdowns. That was, that was a nice little combo here. There's a bullet. There's the touch. So those on the field, that was that. And then off the field, I thought Jalen Johnson was absolutely phenomenal today. We'll get into it later, but I listening to that dude talk, it just underlined to me how much, not only why you want him on the football team because of what he does on the field, but also the leader that he is and the way he just approaches everything. Big fan of Jalen Johnson. We, uh, we watched practice today with Greg Braggs and his people. It was quite the experience. Um, our I, people. It's not just my people. It's our no, they're people. your people. I've got. I've, I got to get my phone at one of the ad breaks. I got. I got seventeen. Seventeen's aggressive. I got a bunch of people written down who all said hello today. So, did you, did you yeah. do your worst? I did not do my worst. We're all doing our best right now, or do I got to do my worst? I, I yep. should probably be able One of these days before camp's over, Carmel will understand the yeah. segment. I don't know when <laughs> that'll be, but we'll get there. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. You did chase down for your worst. Right. Okay. <laughs> this is the day. This is the day. I've got it now. I officially got it. My worst. That's that's interesting. What was my worst from today? Nothing really stood out. I, I guess I'll, I'll throw Tyler Scott as my worst because I – He's getting open. He's that speed is beautiful, but he has not had a day where he hasn't dropped a pass that he should have caught. So that's not, that's a drop concerning. I like what they have seen from Tyler Scott. I'm a, I, we had some, we've had some positive conversation with him and he deserves it, but every single day he's dropping a ball that he shouldn't. So that, that's a, that's, I'll put that as my worst. Yeah. My, my best, certainly uh, Terrell Lewis, is starting to make his presence felt. I think there's a good chance that this guy, if he continues his play is going to make this team. He's getting reps with the ones, you know, he's, you know, really imposing. He's definitely himself. dominating non-padded practices since yes. OTAs. And yes. so right. I want to see when those pads go on. Yep. Because he, he, he gave Darnell Wright the power arm, mm-hmm. pushed him back and then was able to get, inside towards Justin Fields. That's when the energy uh, the interception to TJ Edwards occurred. Cause it was basically like two separate plays where you could say Terrell Lewis got the sack and then they let the play continue. So Justin Fields could get a rep and then he throws it right into TJ Edwards hand. So I think my best is uh, all eyes on Terrell Lewis, Terrell Lewis. I think I'm messing this up, but um, that's my on the field off the field. I'm giving my credit to you guys uh, for my best. You guys showed up to the stands where the fans are, uh, you know, cause Let's give the proper shout out. So I know Brendan, we got to give a shout Brendan out to grew was out there. My guy, Lou Medina from bleacher nation bears, Jack, Wright, 
Uh, these guys are all mainstays on Bears Twitter, uh, even NFL Outdated, a guy named Andy who runs the NFL Outdated account on Twitter with like 40,000 followers. He was hanging out with us, really good dude. Uh, so we were all we had our little Bears Twitter hangout in the corner of the bleachers. And I always, when I went to go to training camp back in the day, I always appreciated John Moon Mullen, God rest his soul, because when we went to Bourbon A, all the media is on the field but he was always the smart one that would sit at the top of the bleachers. Cause he wanted to get a better vantage point of, you know, practice so he could do his job well. And I said it to somebody before you guys came over that you guys on this third field as media members get screwed in a lot of ways because they put you in a section of the bleachers where it's your own area, but you're so far away from the action that I think it's harder to do your job from there. And then sure enough, here comes Nick. Here comes Mark. Here comes Hogue. And you guys came over there and sat with us, A, to do your job better, but B, you're ingratiating, ingratiating yourselves with the fans. And I just know from my perspective back in the day, being able to sit with Moon Mullen, that we appreciate that on both standpoints, you know, giving us the good coverage. So shout out to you guys. My worst is got to be, uh, you know, Tyreek Stevenson three days in a row is getting burned, right? I mean, it's welcome to the big leagues. I'm good not call. concerned about him, you know, ascending, he's a rookie. You know, we saw this last year with Kyler Gordon have his early on struggles, but Tyreek Stevenson three days in a row, he's getting it from DJ Moore. He's today three times in a row or two Claypool. times in a row to chase Claypool, chase Claypool turned him out at one point. So, you know, he's got to, you know, get his bearings. He's learning, you know, DJ Moore gives him a little nudge on the first day, you know, uh, chase Claypool today. So, you know, nothing of concern, but if we're just going to do a best of worst, I think I would uh, go with that. I'm just going to disagree with you a little bit. It is a concern. They are putting a lot on his shoulders. I, I would I would say that uh, I'm not saying it's a long-term concern, but for this year, that right now to me feels like a, a scab that's going to continue to get picked at a lot early in the season. So they're He's always going to pick on rookies, but he's known for being a physical corner. And when you have non-padded practice, you can't, and yeah. insert your physicality to the game. That's fair. That's and fair. I still. I just thought it was more interesting that Terrell Smith's getting. He looks good. Thrown in there today in a what looked like a rotation. I know Alan Williams said after practice not to read too much into that, but I was reading into it. I think that's <laughs> fair. Um, because if up until today, it seemed pretty clear cut. Now, if they were just trying to get, you know, another rookie, some work, I like it, but. I would think you would actually like ease off on Jalen Johnson then. But you know, them both out there. Terrell Smith was injured during the OTAs in minicamp too. We didn't yeah. see a lot of him out there. Maybe that's the reason, but like you, I was kind of reading into him getting some first team reps today. Um, my best was TJ Edwards interception late in practice. Now it comes with a little bit of a caveat because I think live in a game, Justin Fields would have already been sacked on that play. Mm -hmm. um, but they carried out the play. And the reason why I liked Edwards was because it still showed really good instincts for him to jump wherever Justin was throwing that ball. I couldn't really tell, but he still jumped it and made like this really nice, like one handed, like almost like scoop catch mm -hmm. while on the run towards the end zone. So um, not the end of the world for Justin. That's his only interception in the first three days, at least by my count, there's a couple here and there that probably should have been intercepted, but they were dropped. Um, but today I'm going to give that one more as like a credit to the def defender for making a really nice play using his instincts. TJ Edwards, uh, nice play. Um, I was also, uh, you know, going to say Tyler Scott's drops as my worst. Oh, okay. You know, it's right there 
What's next to Mark's name? Oh, oh nothing. Okay. Oh God. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> why can't we have the same? Why can't we have the same worst? Uh, I'll give you a different one because I was brainstorming while Braggs was. T- talking coming up with yeah. a second one just the tight ends in general today um cole Komet did have that really nice catch like right away early in one-on-ones but otherwise you mentioned uh chase, chase allen's Allen. drop jake tonjas got stripped um at one point dropped uh, one too and mm-hmm. and then um there was a false start by tanyan so yeah. just all around with the tight ends too many mistakes today so that'll be that can be my worst too Overall, though, are you liking what you're seeing from Tunyon? Because I'm liking what I'm seeing yeah. from Tunyon. He's got good hands. Um, I think that false start today was a probably a result of what we were talking a lot about yesterday with the cadences, and you could tell they were still – today uh, we kind of skipped over this, but today was like a almost like a walkthrough type pace for a lot of practice. You could tell that they were installing a lot of stuff, and I, I wonder – we didn't get to talk to the head coach today – I wonder if they switch things up based on the weather forecast and they just decided, okay, yesterday was really hot. Right. I completely agree. I think they saw that tomorrow's forecast is going to be, the humidity is going to go down. It's going to be probably closer to like 78, 79. And and then tomorrow going day off day off after that. I think you'll see more speed tomorrow. Completely agree. Cause I almost died just sitting in the stands (laughs) yesterday. So imagine having pads on, even if it's limited pads and a helmet. I mean, it was insanely hot yesterday and today, because that rain came in, it was actually pretty nice all the way until like right at the end when the mm-hmm. sun poked out at the end of practice. So that was my other bad was the practice was boring. You know, we want to see more fireworks, yeah. you know, yeah. at one point I'm like, can we stop with the special teams practice? Cause I know how much Hogue loves special teams. <laughs> We're like, my God, can well, I get some balls in the See, air? we had some of our, our, uh, and I didn't even know they were there ran into some of our, our Carmel players were at practice today yeah. and I was getting on and they weren't watching special teams. I saw that. I mean, what the heck your special teams coach coordinator mode. sitting just a few rows behind you. You gotta, you gotta watch what's going on. Karn. Well, and coach Hogue was out today. Hey there, <laughs> Willie and Bob and whatever their names were. Willie you, you, you let them know that you were there. Then you yelled at them. How come you're not watching special teams? <laughs> mm-hmm. Then after that, you walked over and sat next to them yeah. to make sure that something positive was happening. Yeah, so I you ruined, did everything. I ruined their practice. Like, we're out of here. I had to leave about 10 minutes before the end of practice for personal reasons. Um, <laughs> and, uh, your players were all walking out too because you they had had enough of you. Oh yeah, they they were they were out the door. That's fine. And and Braggs, uh, you know where you sat today, where we all sat today, was a little bit in the shade. So you're welcome. I don't now you're well, finally following. Well, right, but the, you know I'm making training the, camps my life. I, okay, I, I we're in my wheelhouse today. So just fo- or you know well, what have you been doing weeks? the last two and a half just, hours? Follow me. What have you been doing the last two and a half hours? Well, I was on with my guys, uh, the Irish Bears show. I was. Oh. On, I came here international. And, yeah, and I uh, went on your back porch, and I and I was on a podcast for like forty five minutes. Is that why the police called me? Yeah. Well, your neighbor. Call. I got this. When I got out of the car, your neighbor was pulling up, and I, I just walked through the middle of the houses, and I'm pretty sure she was like, "Okay, I'm being robbed." <laughs> 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 then I just sat down and started doing a podcast. So. Oh, he's still there. <laughs> Mansion land. I should notify the neighborhood that there's going to be a Greg weird, Bragg. creepy Bears fan <laughs> hanging out. Don't yes. call the police. Um, all right. I love this Darnell Wright story. This was, I don't. This was like one of the training camp moments where I'm just like, yes, this is what it's all about. I love days like this. So we we heard from Ryan Poles the other day on Report Day that Darnell Wright crushed the offseason, dropped a bunch of weight. 
came back. They did the conditioning test and he crushed the conditioning test. He said he didn't even break a sweat. So obviously we get to talk to Darnell right today. That's one of the first things that comes up and he's like, yeah, so here's what happened. Um, on the way out before, you know, the six weeks off looked at the conditioning test and I accidentally looked at the wide receiver test. So I've been training for that one. So he spent six weeks training for the wide receiver conditioning test, not the offensive line test. And uh, yeah, no wonder he crushed the offensive line test. The wide receiver test, like the hardest one you could do. Yeah, no doubt. Just so you understand the way this works is like, there's a certain yardage, um, you know, back and forth. You have to typically, I don't necessarily know what this specific test is the bears do, but typically it's certain yardage. A lot of times it's 300 yards total uh, in a certain period. Like you got to run it under a minute or whatever. Right. So, um, but that time that they put on it or sometimes the length, it sounds like the bears wide receivers run a little bit longer than the offensive line. You have to beat whatever that time, that time varies based on what position you play. They're not expecting, the right tackle to run as fast as the cornerbacks, obviously. Um, but he ran the wide receiver time, which is a hilarious and B very impressive. Yeah. Like, what now on the flip side, did he lose too much weight? Like, is he, is, uh, I mean, I, there, there, I, I'm, not going to totally dismiss those that are like, well, wait a minute. How come he didn't know what test to run and did he lose too much weight? But I'm more impressed with the fact that he did it and he ran it. He still looks massive. He's still a giant right tackle. I don't think it's going to be that big of a concern. I got a funny comment. So what you're saying is he doesn't pay attention to detail. Great. And put like a right. emoji, but it's impressive that like you were saying, Adam, that a 300 pound plus human being who's not supposed to be running the distance, the speed that wide receivers are running, he did it and prepared and crushed his test. So it just, I think it shows the competitiveness that Darnell Wright has and what he's willing to push his body through to get it ready for the season. So uh, kudos to Darnell Wright for doing the wrong test, but I think ultimately benefiting him in the end. Well, he said that he lost 16 pounds roughly and that he hasn't lost any muscle mass doesn't look like he's lost any muscle mass, but I think the word competitor is a, is a good one for Darnell. So yeah. he is like, it's interesting too. Cause you know, these, this big Mahler who's going to eat people. And then he gets up there and he speaks in the most soft-spoken dude ever. So a lot of offensive linemen are like that. Like I've always wondered, Cody Whitehair is the same way. Braxton, you know, he's a little more, like has a little more, I guess, force in his voice, but not, but he's not like, you know, he doesn't sound super raw, like he's going to, you know, eat five steaks before he goes out there. Brett, Brett, by the way, it was also interesting that Darnell said that he's been leaning on Braxton mm-hmm. a ton yeah. for well, information. But you know what also I like hearing from him um, is that he hired a personal chef. That was good, too. So you take some of that top 10 money and you invest it back in, in your body and your nutrition. I like that. Um, if there's if I was ever rich, that's like one of the first things I think I would buy, Easy. right? Yep. It's like, just pay a personal chef to come cook all your meals. It'd be amazing. And fold my laundry. Cause I hate laundry. <laughs> laundry is the worst. Some people say they much. like doing laundry. I don't like doing I it. I just have Jenny do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a progressive show. You got, you start doing your own. You start doing. I, she won't she let cook me too? She, no, I cook. We, we split that duty. Cause I, I grill. 
and she cooks the stuff inside. But you do live in Indiana, I forgot. What does that mean? <laughs> and uh, yeah, if I we know well, what it means. And if I <laughs> oh, I see. Uh, and, and if I fold the laundry, she it's just like grocery like shopping. Pence like hanging out, yeah, I'll do it, but then I'm not gonna do a good job of doing it. So then she just is like, leave this to me. Do yeah. not do this. Yeah. So I'll just stuff it all in the drawer. Yeah, got it. Back to Darnell Wright. Good guy in that locker room. <laughs> like him. I, and, and, Greg's and not a good guy, right? A good guy. You're a fantastic person. Okay. Br- Jaquan Brister spoke today too. another good guy. Um, that was interesting though, that, uh, I mean, did, did Ryan polls know when he said he, he crushed his, his conditioning test? Did he know why? I don't think so because that question came up and he was, and he's like, I think that's the first time I've said that. Darnell Wright was like, I think that's just because I wanted to know if the offensive linemen were giving him a hard time. Like, dude, you did the wrong test and now you're making us look bad. <laughs> now we're going to have to start running like linebacker times. I mean, polls is transparency, which he, you know, gives us a ton of. You would think that if he knew about it, he might have said, like, mm-hmm. he crushed his straight. Like, he was trying to do the wide receiver thing. And so he, he I mean, he probably would have said something like that if he knew that's what it felt like to me. My mom is in the chat and she said, I failed. He's never done laundry. She's not <laughs> that, wrong. Like, I mean, I, I, I really, I put it together perfectly. I lived with my mom and then I moved in with Jenny. So I've never literally never had to do it. So here's the deal. I, before I left this person, before I left this morning, I was trying to get a load of laundry in and I just couldn't ran out of time, had to get to practice. So when this show's over, we're going to have you go upstairs and start, (laughs) start my laundry. It'd be a nightmare. It'll be a nightmare. It's not hard. You literally just put the clothes in, I, a little bit of detergent, I'm, and press I'm, the button. I will mess it up. I, <laughs> I will there. mess it Three up. Steps. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, Barb, Mama, Mama Braggs, you you didn't do anything wrong. He's an outstanding human being. We 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 love him dearly. Outside of his couple of blemishes that you know we all have, I know I do. So I just want Mom to feel good on the Friday show. Let's go. No no concern. No concern though. I I you know. We're overreaction first two day two days of practice, but just going back to Darnell Wright, um, great that he tests well like that. But to get blown up by Terrell Lewis like that, uh, I know Terrell Lewis is a huge dude, and this is the NFL, so you're gonna get you're gonna get blown up. But I mean, he got powered back, right? Um, and my whole thing with why I was fine with the Bears drafting Jalen Carter, and I know everyone's gonna say we he wouldn't have worked here. He would have. It's the better culture of the Eagles. They got a veteran. It wouldn't have worked here. He wouldn't have been. Whatever. That's fine. I personally would have drafted Jalen Carter. I have no issue giving Justin Fields protection. But my criteria, if you're gonna draft a right tackle in the top ten, is that he's a top five right tackle in this league at some point in his career. I don't need it right away, but I need a top five right tackle in this league at some point sooner rather than later. It's a fair expectation for strapping somebody that yeah, high. I don't I think, think I'm uh, being uh, unreasonable in uh, that. I, I think no, the, it's like when we talk about fields, like guys, it's year three and he was a, a, a top 11 pick like a quarterback and you traded up for him. Like the dude, the, the dude has to be good. Same True. thing. With, same thing with Darnell, right? Like we're talking about, I mean, it applies really to any first round pick, but especially top 10 picks like these. These are players that you just look at the money like Devin Witherspoon finally came to a deal with with the Seahawks like that. That money they're getting is like the money. A lot of the other guys just get mm-hmm. with extensions after four good seasons. 
you know, like you're expected to come in and perform. So I think that that's completely fair. I just want to be clear about a couple of things. Uh, we'll start with the Jalen Carter thing. Cause I was very outspoken that I didn't think the bears should take him for everything that was going on off the field. I also was going to, I also said that it was going to be annoying when there was going to be a bunch of, uh, you know, word coming out of wherever he gets drafted. Now Eagles camp that he's killing it. And that's what's happening. The guy's having an unbelievable camp so far. He's just wrecking uh, their offensive line and it's a damn good offensive line. So uh, that, that could be something that, you know, we'll be talking about here. And again, I said, don't do it, but look, I'm not saying that I don't think Tyreek Stevenson is going to be a good quarterback. I'm not saying that I don't think that Braxton Jones is going to Brax, uh, Braxton Jones, that, that uh, Darnell Wright's going to be a good right tackle. But when you're talking about this season and winning games immediately early on right now, I would say that it is something that needs to, that should be underlined talked about that these guys are because they're rookies have a ways to go. And in the press conference today, Alan Williams, the Bears defensive coordinator, talked at length about how Kyler Gordon is now playing football this year in year two versus thinking about playing football and trying to master everything. It takes time. It's the NFL. There's a zillion things on these guys' plate competing against the best players in the world. It's very rare for somebody to be able to step in and be dominant right away. Now it's easier on the offensive line. I suppose when you're, you know, you like, Hey, you got this dude in front of you win the battle, but he's a, but darn Wright was talking about today. It's like tell some things that he's doing right now, or he's learning that some things that he used to do in college ain't going to work here. Well, that's a, that's a big time adjustment to do against big time players. So it's, I think it's, it's to me, it seems like it's going to take a second, which is going to put fields in a little bit of peril. Well, we'll see. I, um, we're talking about Darnell, right? because he talked today mostly um, I'm not putting anything really on offensive or defensive line right now until I see the pads go right. and, and, and that's but I, I mean, I brought it up after all of OTs and mini camp. I said, you know, there's a few times where a lot of times it was Terrell Lewis getting in the backfield and it was coming against him. So it's like, well, that's the thing. Cause yeah. okay. He can't enforce his power. Just like we were talking about with Tyreek Stevenson, cause the pads aren't on yeah. um, or I mean speed, whatever. But what I'm trying to say is, with this to get powered back. I mean, that's what Braxton Jones needs to get better with. Right. You know? Yeah. Well, look, there was a rep yesterday where uh, Tevin Jenkins got out in the flat and would have in a game would have killed the defensive back um, in a padded practice would have at least gotten his hands on him and mm-hmm. pushed him far back in non padded practice. He just sort of like had to, you know, put his hands up a little bit. And then the guy ended up sort of simulating a tackle. And it's like that, that play was not realistic mm-hmm. at all um, because the pads aren't on. So there's definitely a lot of that going on right now. All right. I want to get to Jalen Johnson, but first got to talk about pins and aces, our golf apparel partner at all city and CHGO. We love our pins and aces gear, get tons of compliments on and off the course. I'm going to be on the course tomorrow. I don't know how I'm going to play 36 holes tomorrow, but I'm going to, do my best and I'm going to be wearing my pins and aces hat and polo for sure. Uh, pins and aces is great. They're family owned golf and apparel business. They make amazing polos, hats, golf bags, and our favorite, the beer sleeve. If it's right in your golf bag, even on a hot day, it's an innovative product that allows you to store seven beers right inside your golf bag. It'll keep, they will keep your drinks cold the entire round. Check out pinsandaces.com. Use code CHGO to receive 15% off your first order and get free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com. Check out Pins and Aces. And then you have to check out Goose Island Beer Company. 
CSU supported by Goose Island. It's been Chicago's beer since 1988. Let me just give you the beer roster real quick. You have, of course, the Goose IPA, the six-time medal winner at Great American Beer Fest. Always in style, citrus aroma, bold hot finish. Got the tropical beer hug. Dry hopped Imperial IPA, 9.9 alcohol percent. That's dangerously easy to drink. And, of course, you have the full pocket pills, everyday beer, what the brewers are drinking and right now you can grab an ultra fresh brewery exclusive beer at Goose Island's original brew house on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park or from their tap room on Fulton Street in West Town. Goose Island, Chicago beer. And CHGO's Bears training camp coverage that you love brought to you by the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program. Learn more at comed.com forward slash Powering biz. Thank you to our friends at ComEd. Let's go. All right. Jalen Johnson. After a uh, quick uh, lesson on hair. hair. I love Jalen Johnson. Uh, okay. First of all, I, I've, I've never felt uh, less in the loop than when Jalen Johnson. I knew the, the first the, two things. That's... Well, he held up a do-rag. He's like, what, what is this? Do-rag. Okay. Uh, then he held up a brush. What is this? Okay, it's a brush. And then he held up something that I don't forget. I don't, I don't even I, remember I, what he I said. What it was it right here, and yeah. it's supposed to help the waves in his hair. <laughs> it was funny. Herb, so, Herb, Herb Howard was like, "You're doing too much, Jalen." Herb, doing too much. Herb, even Herb was like, "No, nah, man, you're doing too much." Like <laughs> that was hilarious. That, that was a great exchange. Well, though. it was it was awesome looking at all the black reporters in the room that were just like fascinated at what he was doing. <laughs> like, I mean, uh, our Herb was was right in there, and uh, uh, and then there was me in the front row, like right. All the white guys were like, "Okay, <laughs> I have no like we are this is we're out over our skis here, 100." Uh, percent The head coach of Carmel Catholic was 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 absolutely fascinated by what's going on. It's like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm 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 bald right now. It was called a lay down pad. Lay down pad. That's okay. right. Lay down yeah. pad. Never heard of that. Well, I appreciated the lesson. Yeah, it's good. It was a fun way to start the press conference too. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, "All right." Bring on the contract questions. Um, J-Mac, Jason McKee, by the way, I should say the head coach's name, who is Jason McKee. Your, your boss. My boss, yeah. Yeah. One, one of many bosses. <laughs> Braggs is one of them. That's right. Right now, yeah. I'm the captain now. Producer Greg. That's messed up. It Not is. Comfortable. But yes, okay. For back the to next jail. 30 minutes, he technically is. That's, that's true. Greg's doing a hell of a job. He's he, producing yeah, and hosting this? at the same time. Yeah. Let's go. Well, it's don't jinx it. Don't jinx it. Don't mess, <laughs> I'm just, I'm mess something up. Greg's our hero. Uh, He's my daddy. <laughs> so this is the first time that I have legitimately felt some optimism about a Jalen Johnson contract extension getting done before the season. Um, we've talked about this a lot this offseason, and I've always felt like there might be a disconnect between how the bears value Jalen Johnson and how Jalen Johnson values Jalen Johnson. And part of that is because Jalen Johnson to his credit always talks very confidently about himself. He is not afraid of number one wide receivers. He wants to be that shut down number one corner. Um, And most of the times he shows that, but there are, there are some things that are lacking here in these contract negotiations. One being ball production two being accolades, which is how Jalen referred to them today. We're talking about things like pro bowl nods and all pro designations. 
And sometimes that can get hairy when a guy plays really well and is the Bears' top corner, but doesn't necessarily have all that to back up the tape. Um, that's where you can get a divide. And we've heard the Bears talk about ball production so much that I've just been kind of worried that they're going to be too far apart to come to an agreement. Like you kind of felt like Cole Komet and the Bears were going to do all along. Hearing Jalen Johnson talk today, though, and openly admit, like, yeah, I'm not getting Trayvon Diggs money. I know that. Like that came mm-hmm. up, and he's and he even he like scoffed at. It. He's like, oh, I, I'm not getting that. Um, and, and and understanding that those accolades are not there, he said, I'm not I'm not a three time All Pro sitting here without a contract. Um, I appreciated him saying those things. But then it left a door open that I wanted to get answered and finally did towards the end, which was, well, here's the deal, though. If he goes out and accomplishes some of those things this, off, this season without a contract, then maybe he can get that type of money in the offseason. So does he want to go that route or would he still like to get this thing worked out before the regular season. And I asked him that, you know, if he had to pick between those two options, he's like, I want to get this thing done. So if he's really, if he understands all those things and he still wants to play, get an extension before the regular season. And Oh, by the way, he's at camp. He's not holding out. Mm-hmm. Ryan Pohl showed in an appreciation the other day that he was there for the first time. I, I feel like they're actually somewhat close or maybe not as far as apart as I maybe feared in this and they might be able to get this thing done before the season starts. I think Jalen Johnson's always been a very mature player, even though this is only going to his fourth season. Like he brings up the Trayvon Diggs. Like I'm nowhere near there, but he also in that press conference said, I do need to get better. And if he's holding out, he's not able to be on the football field and he has no plans or even thoughts about everyone to do that. So there's just a very mature aspect about Jalen Johnson that he knows what he needs to do put himself in the best position to potentially get that next contract extension. And he knows that his game, he might have to adjust some things. And Alan Williams talked about it. Like this is year two where now he's able to be more instinctual because he knows the the plays a little bit more than he did last season. But Jalen Johnson, I think how he approached today and, and, you know, some tough questions about the contract. um, You see why he is the way he is and why he's at camp, you know, battling, wanting to battle DJ Moore every single rep that he can. I think that, you know, all plays well into him hopefully having an ascending season where you do see a little bit more turnover production. Well, shout out to Herb Howard again. And I was a little bit confused when Jalen was talking because when he was taking himself out of like, no, I don't expect Trayvon Diggs money. He's, you know, he's got 15 to 79 receptions in his career. He's got 17 and uh, you know, he's a multiple time pro bowler. That's not me. And so I'm like, it almost felt to me like he was just downing himself too much. Like he was, and, and then at the back end of the press conference, like Herb asked him, hey, uh, you're kind of talking differently. And, and Jalen pushed immediately back at that saying, like, what are you? No, 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 no. I see myself as a pro bowler. I just haven't been named that. And I definitely know that I can get picks and maybe I got to make a couple adjustments here. I, and, and I am that lockdown guy, but you can absolutely put me on the best guy that's on that field and I'm going to shut him down. So don't, don't, don't get it twisted. Mm-hmm. Don't think that I don't think I'm as good as Trayvon Diggs. He just, he's just in, yeah, I think he's living in the reality that these are the numbers and that's what they pay on. And he's not going to get that. So he's willing to, settle for what in his mind is fair market value, which memo to the bears. And I thought it was interesting that Paul said the other day that 
Signing Cole Komet was good for that locker room. Signing Jalen Johnson to a fair deal is good for that locker yeah. room. Yep, he he is well-respected. Jaquan Brisker would love to see that. Kyler Gordon would love to see that. Eddie Jackson would love to see that. I mean, you can go through a whole litany of guys who I'm sure are rooting for that dude to get his paper. And outside of the fact that he's a good player, that he's earned it, that's another factor I think that polls should – and I'm sure he is considering as to, you know, whether or not making this deal right now. And and I, you know, also think about what Paul said yesterday about, you know, how maybe the average per year is pretty overrated and, and, and is a number that people talk about, but they don't really look at a ton. I mean, it's obviously a column in the spreadsheet that's on there, but um, you can get creative with these deals. And, and to me, a, a Jalen Johnson deal that includes incentives, for you know reaching some of those accolades that that aren't there right now would make a lot of sense you know mm-hmm. you're rewarding him for hey you do become an all pro bam you know yeah. here, here here's a huge bonus um yeah, yeah. Uh, you, if you reach a certain amount of interceptions maybe he, you know here's another bonus you you can do stuff like that where you can it, agree right now that hey okay this is probably what the value is but we want to leave this open so that if you start overperforming it, it's not like you're just going to be out money. Um, you start playing like Trayvon Diggs with all that ball production, we'll reward you for it. I think in this case, that makes a ton of sense. I mean, so today at camp, at one point, it looked like Bayless Joe Jones was open down the sideline. Mm-hmm. And Jalen Jones, who's known for doing this, made it look like Bayless Jones was open, but he's tracking him. He's catching up to it. And then as the ball's in the air, he closes and bats it down. And my guy, Lou Medina, made the comment. He goes, well, that's, you know, you got to pick that off if you want the extension. And, uh, you know, it was a nice play, right? But the the play that Eberflus is looking for, because he, he probably could have intercepted it. It's easy for my ass to say that, but I probably would not have intercepted it. He but it's that's what Eberflus wants him to do is is get his hands on that football too and, and bring it down. That was not a great throw by Justin on that particular play. It was under. He was, it was I don't no, even late. think it was under the throw. I think it was late. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair I, I I think I think he throws it a touch sooner. It's right. The, the spacing be, yeah. between the wide receiver and get a safety and the in corner. front of him and a corner behind. Yeah, because it's a tough. It's one of those tough cover two throws. You know, those, there, yeah. those deep intermediate th- where you got, uh, you got to fit it in that window to the sideline. It's not an easy throw it's throw that Justin ha- definitely has the arm strength to make, but a lot of it has to do with timing there too. So, and um, a guy here in a chat, uh, a very proud dad put per PFF, JJ was ranked eighth in forcing completion rate, 15.3% since 2020. Well, and I thought that a great moment today in when Jalen was talking was his exchange with Mark Potash. We're not, we're not playing sound today, but uh, you can go back and you can find it if you want. But so he basically said like, Hey, you know, do you have to change your game to get paid, take more risk, but now you're coming out of your comfort zone of, of doing what you do, which is shutting down guys. So you're going to just take more risk to get paid, which might not be the best thing for the football team. And Jalen was like a little bit confused as to what he was talking. So he's like, he, and I just, one thing I love about him is like, yes, yeah, so like, well, what do you mean by that? Rather than just like giving some standard answer. Then he goes back and say, Oh, I get it. And he's like, there are ways in which I can get better. I can play off the ball better. I can, I can be smarter here. I can look at, I, you know, I got to work on that. 
And I'm also not going to, you know, change the way I play too. They say, he's saying, I'm not a perfect player. There's ways in which, but there are ways in which that I can improve. I just thought it was a great answer. And just, I appreciated his patience of just trying to understand where, what, what, and, and I like the question from Potash too. And maturity, you know, Potsy's just a home run guy every day. That's true. That's Mm -hmm. true. That's true. You you know what you're going to get from Potsy. You're going to get a great tweet on, report day that says 168 days until locker room cleanup. <laughs> that's well, I mean that was I, I that's behind the scenes media, level. <laughs> behind the scenes media real quick. Brad Biggs is front row right in the middle. And today he was second row on the who who stole Biggs' seat? How did that happen? Patrick Finley's got the golden ticket lately. That's what you guys revealed. I, I don't somebody you're, you're somebody putting me on the hot seat right now. Somebody feels bad because I I I you know what happened? No, I just don't know who that is that was sitting there. And oh, so, so so a random person just came into practice today that you don't know you've been covering the team for 13 years and sat in Bragg. Well, that person seat. has not been there for 13 years. I understand. I would say I maybe three days. I remember. So a three day person <laughs> disrespected Biggs. This is a major well, issue. Biggs doesn't have an assigned seat. Yes, he does. Nobody has an assigned seat. Biggs no has an assigned seat. Nobody sits in Biggs' seat. You would never sit in Biggs' seat. I have, and I will. Oh, I don't buy it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't buy it at all. Those are internet key, but safety of mansion home talk right now. My, my guy, Gary Ross, who's always all over it on the Twitter scene, uh, just monitoring Twitter. Yannick Ngakwe just tweeted ready to rush. So, okay. Rush to a team, ready to rush the quarterback. So he's just wanted to get there. So or? he's signing with the Chicago rush. Ah. Maybe he's signing with the Chicago rush. Are we going to get a Yannick Ngakwe bear right now on a Friday? A late a news dump in Gakwe? RIP uh, Chicago Rush, by the way. Just to make it clear, I didn't break any news. Okay. <laughs> no, my lessons. Let's make sure it's a real account. Yeah, because when we were on the <laughs> Cubs Sox bus for the event, when Lucas Giolito got traded, I yelled to Sean, like, he didn't know. And then, of course, because of what I've done in my life, they're like, well, let's ask somebody else. Yeah, he tweeted that two hours ago, ready to rush. That is a real account. Um, I don't question Gary Ross's reporting. So if he tells me, you can take it to the bank. Neither do I. Gary, I, I honestly, and Gary, don't listen right now. I probably owe Gary Ross money for how much information he gives me all day long. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> uh, it's true. He's been a great, he's a, hey, the epitome of becoming a diehard. True. And yeah. that's who Gary Ross says he epitomizes becoming well, a diehard. Speaking of being a diehard, that's what you want to be right now because we have this awesome golf outing coming up next month, August 25th. We're less than a month away. We want to get you signed up. We've been selling foursomes like crazy. This thing is filling up. We're excited. What are you pointing at? A still screen. Jesus Christ. Uh-oh. It says live on my Well, if you can you if in you the can means, hear us, you can Yeah, I'm gonna keep going know. just in case. <laughs> August twenty fifth, nine AM, eighteen holes with a cart, exclusive CHO and pins and aces polo for all players, whole contest, giveaway, prizes, lunch, drinks, and ceremony after the round. Uh, there is a discount if you are a diehard. Plus, we get podcasts and uh, live shows every day, regardless of if you're with us or not. Um, as a diehard, but when you are a diehard, events like the golf outing, events like we had earlier this week at the ballpark, whatever we got going on, you get a discount. Our tailgate's coming up. 
tailgates coming up you'll get a discount and you'll get a uh you get a discount on all merch all the time but we should also mention right now you get extra because we've got a huge summer sale going on through the weekend through sunday up to 50% off select items through July 30th. It's on the uh, CHO locker right now. So make sure you go check it out. And if you're a diehard, you get my newsletter every morning throughout camp, Monday through Friday. Appreciate everybody who's been reading that and the responses. Um, so this show's so close to going off the rails. I'm so terrified. Do relax. Between the we're, screen we're, freezing, the screen we can look at. And then Karma almost dropping his. No, no, computer. no, no one's dropping anything. Are you? Are we? I can't wait to see everybody out at the golf outing. Also, yeah. uh, Karm's trying to get me to golf tonight so he can size up the game here. I didn't even think of that. Things. I was just throwing out a nice offer to you. I know you suck at golf. <laughs> uh, I'm not, couldn't be, couldn't be less worried about your talents. Uh, get fitted out in the best sports gear around: hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, everything in between. It is baseball season. How about them cubbies? Uh, Aloha shirts, straw hats, polos, bags, everything you need for a game. Uh, Fogo.com. You know it. You love it. F-O-C-O.com. I love our friends at Foco. Click the link in the description below for all non-presale items. Use that promo code CHGO, and you will get yourself 10% off. Thank you to our friends at Foco. Co. I forget what's coming up here, but I do want to talk about Jaquan Brisker before we leave, Hoagie. Well, first thing we got to talk about here in our final segment, if we have any super chats, we'll sneak those in here as well. Um, but you guys see what the Packers did today? Oh, that was messed up. I mean, just messed classic up. Packers business right here. So uh, this morning at uh, 8.53 a.m., the Packers social media team put out, smile, it's your birthday. Hashtag go pack go hashtag smile like a pro happy birthday to Jonathan Garvin wearing number 53 for the green and gold. It's a great day. It's his birthday. That was at eight 53 this morning uh, at 1152. Matt LaFleur said the Packers released Jonathan Garvin. That's <laughs> that is so messed up. <laughs> so happy birthday to Jonathan. You're gone. You have no, job. that is the social media team and the head coach not being on the same page. Get your shit together, Green Bay. Hey, uh, you it's might just not, a disaster up there. You might not want to wish this dude a happy birthday because we're about to cut him. <laughs> Garvin gone. <laughs> Tough world out there, Garvin. I yeah, get it. That's how the Green Bay Packers treat their players. Terrible. Just, you know, this is what Aaron Rodgers has been talking about for years. I Had mean, get out. I, I, did, I did um, try to convince Robert to get you to say Green Bay sucks. You know, trying to, but I. Who'd you say that to? Robert Tunyon. And what'd he say? Uh, I was like, I'll let you off the hook, but I was hoping he would. You know, I have some sources that tell me that Robert Tunyon was possibly wearing some gear from his old team in public recently. I, I, yeah, I heard the same thing, Adam. So, uh, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Can we get him some more Bears gear or something? I don't know what's going on. There may be some CHGO gear. Let's do that. That's a good we idea. can get some CHGO gear for sure. Got a great sale going on. I bought four shirts yesterday. He does. He is wearing Air Jordan cleats, Robert Tunyon. Oh, they look great. Yep. Icy. Yeah. Icy blue cleats. Yeah. I mean, embracing the greatest player of all time, is a, that's a good way to endear yourself to Bears fans, Bulls fans, Chicago. I'm with you, Robert Tunyon. Okay. You don't, you, that does nothing for you? 
Come on, man. Bulls. Well, I was Fields was obviously motivated by Nick's green ass shoes yesterday because he had the green ass cleats on today. Mm. Uh, didn't yeah, even know his Hoyas, yeah. you know, his high school team was green. Green, yeah, green. but this was like the bright green. The like the if you green. saw Nick, check out my Instagram story from yesterday. Nick's still there. shoes today look like ice cream. They do. I don't. I don't know. know if you're gonna put them all the way up, but they look like ice cream. You can't really. What see are you it. talking about? Look at it. You can't look at it. Like, Turn your leg. <laughs> and Bragg just tore Nick's ACL. <laughs> yeah. It's like cookies and cream on the on the thing. I don't like the. You know what? That was I've awkward. Seen, I've These seen those. Are... I don't like those. Uh, what do you call it? The sole of the shoe. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what that is. Like it looks like ice cream. Okay. Okay. Here goes my Achilles. <laughs> uh, can we do brisker now? quickly i guess if you want to okay i love jaquan brisker i'm a big fan of jaquan brisker i believe in jaquan brisker i am uh his he talked openly about the concussion uh today oh yeah and it's a real thing he he i i asked him like was this the toughest thing that you ever had to deal with his career pretty much knowing that he was going to say yes and he did um, and then he, he was in, he had lost his mojo is I think how we put it. And then Sam Acho came guest of the show, friend of the show, Sam Acho came and spoke and said to Brisker, like, you're an energy guy. I love what you bring. And it reminded Brisker that he was that like, it almost like jump started him out of the fog of the concussion world that he was living in coming out of that. And I, I asked him point blank, like, did you ever think that it was there at any point during your recovery that you thought that maybe you weren't going to get back on the field? And he said a very quick no to that. But, you know, I, it, it, Herb started this conversation too. It was just like, look, you know, you're, a, you play safety. You have to come up and hit people when you've had a serious concussion like that, that you missed a lot of time with. That's can't be easy coming back to the football field. So I just, I, I'm rooting for Jaquan. I, um, I think it's, it's, it's just worth noting. It's a big deal for what he's coming back from. I remember actually Mark asking him that, that whole conversation reminded me of a conversation I had with Brisker during the season when he came back from the concussions and I asked him, do you, are you going to play any different? He gave the same exact answer then that he gave today, he's still going to be physical and he's not going to be um, hesitant to make that big hit, but that's just who uh, Brisker is. And hopefully we, you know, just continue to see him ascend as a player in year two. He's also like at the end, these things probably don't matter to anyone, but they, but they're just, they're nice little touches. When, when he left his presser today, he gets up, he's all smiles. Thanks so much guys. Have a great day. Like that's, Mm -hmm. I mean, he's just, he's an incredibly likable dude. So I, I want people to know, things like that about uh, you know dudes like that brisker is 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 very likable kyler gordon got a ton of props today too from from alan williams spider-man staying in that room spidey senses uh, okay my guy so i couldn't get my question in at the end i did there was a big drama in the media room okay because alan williams was cut short and um he he said he still wanted to talk, but he was cut short and he had to go in the other room, do other interviews, which it looked like was Larry. So everybody was mad at Larry, but it turns out sources tell me there was Adam Johns. So that exactly. <laughs> Johns is like, I think he had a bunch of one-on-ones today. Johns. I just kept on pulling dudes into the corner. I'm like, you know what? 
Enough with this John's character. Yeah, and John's is just. I thought he goes to London for his first uh, right. week of practice. Usually you're not here. Now you're stealing everyone's interviews. I mean, what the hell is going on? But um, what I was gonna say was I was gonna I was trying to get the question because he talked about all these great things. Spidey sense is playing the nickel. That's actually a really good thing. It seems like a great fit. I just want to know, like, because Kyler Gordon's openly told us he still wishes he was playing outside. Mm-hmm. You know what those internal discussions have been like, or you know he. Because he looks really good playing where he's at, and I think it's a good thing that they're limiting him to just the nickel as long as they have the other personnel to play the second outside corner spot. Um, But you also want to have complete and 100% buy-in from the player. Well, he... He's, yeah. open, he's been open about it, Mark, like saying he wants to still be able to play outside, but he sees the benefits of also playing inside too. Cause I think he wants to get in on tackles. He almost tackled uh Deontay Foreman yesterday's practice, blew up a screenplay and was right there instinctually because he, you know, he, he's athletic enough, but yeah, I wonder, I wonder how they're going to manage that throughout the season where inside outside, but I, th- uh, I think the nickels where he could do some damage. Well, Nick, I thought you made a great point the other day, just underlining that, Teams put their best player in the slot all the time. So it's actually mm-hmm. a compliment to Kyler that he, that the bears want him there. But I guess the point that I want to make about uh, all the compliments that have been thrown his way, it's like they've taken, they've put less, they, they've taken stuff off his plate and the way Allen Williams is talking, they don't, he ain't moving outside probably ever. Like they like him there. And so even if, if Tyreek struggles uh, early on in his career, I don't think they would move. I don't think they're moving Kyler Gordon at all to, to compensate if that does happen. Yep. All right. I know we got at least I one super chat. I Vildor too. Kindle. Don't give me I that like look. Kindle. I like I'm a Kindle. Kindle. I don't I look to you. That look is why is he your guy? I've been on, I've been on the, I like Kindle. Bro. I've been on the Vildor train. He's, right, your good, guy. He's our guy. That broke it fair. I, I love our chat because they are very observant of not just the show, but our looks. Is it Dion Allen is saying, you know, that your mustache is, and beard combo is working, Nick? Earlier, they were making fun of Carm's hair. Uh, my guy here, Bro Delicious, in the chat saying, I'm, I look very hungry because of my <laughs> diet. He said, when he thinks a sole of a shoe looks like ice cream, it might. My cheat day's on Saturday, so we're getting, we're almost there, Bro Delicious. So, uh, and then I heard somebody say that with the way we're all dressed up. So well, also we're, we're, we, we look incredibly sweaty and, and Not our best. right. You know, sunscreened up, which is accurate. Um, because we are, we, you know, came straight from the practice field. So, yes, we have a couple super chats in here, uh, that I wanted to pull up, um, $20 here wow. from Ryan Maring found this show from Hogan Johns first episode had to turn off halfway because of Mark. I'm Thanks. sorry, Mark. I did not realize this was happening as I read it. 50 episodes later, Mark Carmen is uh-huh. probably see as I'm re- I'm literally it, it, <laughs> just it, read it. I well, I'm like because I didn't read it before I a read panic it. Attack, so mate. I'm having like yeah, a journey through this. Uh-huh. 50 episodes later, and Mark Carmen is probably my favorite podcast personality, period. It's between him and Zach Lowe. Thank, Thank you, Dad. Wow, Ryan, that's for crazy. giving me a heart attack for reading that on the air. And no, then look, totally if you want re- to talk shit about Carm, you just have to pay for it. You want to give us a $100 super chat to say whatever you want about <laughs> Carm. We'll careful with that offer. Burn it. Thank you, Ryan. I, I really appreciate it, brother. Yes. 
Yes, that uh, was, was very nice, nice of Ryan. I, what about Big Cram? This is frightening. Yes, so <laughs> Big Cram. <laughs> we don't know where this is going either. Shout out to the positive training camp news because these White Sox have me depressed. Only thing they have now is that they better they have better uniforms and hats than the Cubs. Also not true. Also, Bragg's looking thin there. Appreciate you. <laughs> Still working on it. Got yeah, some more yeah. pounds to lose, but we're making I mean, progress. Like first ever appearance by Big Cram, and he just goes right to the White Sox. This dude's on point. Well, just, there's been a lot of White Sox chat. In, well, they yeah. traded. There's uh, been more trades. They traded Lance Lynn yep. and some other bum. But, but they did another trade during the show. They traded Kendall Graveman before. Kendall the, Graveman. Yeah. It's just, the, I think the Cubs buried you guys. Great. It was a beautiful night. Gra- uh, Graveman's an Astro. Lance Lynn. And who did they send with Lynn? Joe Kelly. And Joe Kelly, right. And then our guy, Frankie Reagan. Um, who was at training camp today. I got to take pictures with all of you, except for Nick. Thank you so much for taking your time out of the day for the fans. CHGO best podcast and best podcast for bears yeah. and all of Chicago. Thank you for Sorry, the experience. Frankie. Now the Knicks on the, the Knicks on the grind. So shout out to Hayden who said hello, Michael, Jesus, Frank, I'm not sure if that's the same Frankie, but I, whatever I, I talked just to making people up now. No, I, 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 took, I take, I, Nope. Hayden, I have Hayden. Oh. If either one, he knows no stop. He's in a couple rows in front of us. He was awesome. Uh, Q, my man Q said hello. And then uh, also last night I was sitting at dinner at, at good old Hackney's and um, uh, I got a message from my guy Adam who uh, I'm sitting there. I don't know anybody, if you guys been to Hackney's? Oh yeah, in Glenview. Yeah, they got the onion loaf, like the big loaf. So she's like, I don't want to be rude since you're sitting with your family, but I hope you order an onion brick in honor of Bragg's. And uh, what? It's like it's a brick of an onion, like it's a brick loaf basically. So uh, and I and we had just ordered it, so I said we just did come say hi, and then Adam walked over. We had a nice little CHGO talk at the good old Hackney. So thank you for saying hi, Adam. Appreciated that. We we love it when you when anyone says. Got Gary Ross talking a lot of smack because he's going to be at training camp tomorrow, and he's like challenging me as first to the bus. How about you just save my spot in line, Gary? Trying to get some (laughs) sleep. (laughs) Did you sleep at all last night? I finally got some sleep last night. I fell asleep around 11 o'clock and slept till about five 30. It was, wow, it was very, very nice. I hadn't Much slept needed. in two days. So that felt, it was like combine, uh, the combine vibes all over again before I fell asleep. I was like getting delirious. There was but, a raggedy end doll just walking. Around. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we got some raggedy. Hey, a, time. a, uh, one thing before we go today, I, I put this note down. Curry blasting game, mm-hmm. Mr. Greg Bragg's betting him every week to get in the end zone. Curry Blasting keeps getting the ball a ton in this training camp. He's the field is they're, they're lining him out wide. Field is throwing the ball to him. I'm not saying that it's going to be some big story this year, but I, to this point in training camp, Blasting keeps getting a lot of touches. Fullbacks. That's my guy. My favorite part. My, my favorite part of camp today, aside from when Nick walked up, all geared up. He's got the handheld thing. He's got his water jug. Like he is ready. And it just he looks like military training camp guy. And then Carm walks up behind with his floppy hat and sunscreen all over his face. It just it was the funniest thing I ever seen. But the other part that was well, really funny. Carm Carm was having I, some issues with the sunscreen. I, I had a rough morning. <laughs> I gotta be honest. I've got it two, was so funny. I've got two sunscreens in my tennis bag because I'm a great tennis player, damn it. But I I I this one I think you know, the one I have one that's functional. And then this one I think was from like 1946 and I just put it out there and it's like, I'm putting it on me and 
yeah, putting it on my arms like it just this is disgusting. Like it, it made my arms like straight white, but then I just I was too I was just pot committed at that you point. Were... So I put it on my face and then I'm walking up and you're just looking at me like so horrified. Yeah, you looked like an idiot. It was so funny. It was like you were a ghost. Casper looked like a total idiot. Yeah. Nick walks up, then Adam walks up, Mark comes back, and I was uh, should we let him sit by us? The best part was he when he finally got back into the, the media room after practice and he got in the bathroom and looked in the mirror, he saw oh, how white it actually looked and he was like, Why didn't you tell me? Yeah. And I was like, it I was did so on brand seven times. And my other favorite moment was during walkthroughs and installations segment we because carm's been on this you know fields might be a tick late you know so they were really <laughs> methodically running through plays and hogue goes to mark he goes hey uh you know how fast do you think you know fields is reading this here and he kind of shot back it was very funny it was a while. yeah that was, it was a little slow it was a little slow well there was that one play where jalen johnson they, they lobbed the ball up Way too high. Yeah. Jalen Johnson didn't even go for it. Yeah. DJ Moore Bad almost effort. dropped it. Everybody's moving at half speed. It was a walk there. They were just it, that was it, it was yeah. like the scene in in Little Giants where they're like <laughs> spying on the kids and they can't figure out what's going on. He's finally like, butts, they're standing around. <laughs> I I do want to give credit to the Bears a little bit here because I don't know if you guys saw Kyle Long's tweet, but he said like early in training camp, everything hurts because you're getting back into it. Mm-hmm. And to what you guys underlined earlier that it's damn ass hot out there. So slowing it down. I know old school people, Dan Hampton hearing this right now would punch me in the face too, but like, <laughs> like, like get out there and pit and go, but like modern day football, I think I'm slowing down right now in this heat with the early start. Of, I, it makes a lot of sense. Well, I will say this though. I want to see them go tomorrow. Like, yeah. Okay. Okay. Like, but you got to have some hard practices here and there too. Mm-hmm. And today was a longer practice actually, but I mean, I want to see them get after it tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, there was that almost weird huddle today where, <laughs> Flus brought the whole team together and I'm like, oh, they're about to go here. And then they still really didn't. So I don't I, don't. I think he was warning them about hitting. Right. I think afterwards is kind yeah. of what my guess was like, all right, we're going to run this and well, be Flus- careful about how much you're hitting each other. Yeah. Flus will be talking tomorrow. So and speaking of Kyle Long, when you're coming into training camp and the Bears Pro Shop, there's a discount part of the Pro Shop and there's a bunch of Kyle Long jerseys, like 200 of them. For fifty percent off right now, so like if you're trying to get a Kyle Long jersey for cheap, they got them there. So you're welcome, Bears. I just got your bills paid. That was a big Kyle Long guy. That's a great jersey. If you're I gonna, would, well, that's what I'm saying. I was like, it, like normally the the discounted jerseys are somebody, but Kyle Long is a staple of this Kyle team. Long, so take a seventy five. Well, just trying to give long time Bears, long time Bears guy camp guys. True. All right, we're out of here. Uh, it's been a fun week of shows. Uh, tomorrow, the Bears do practice. They're off on Sunday. We will not have a show tomorrow because it's the weekend, but we will be back Monday, of course, and uh, Monday through Friday with all the action-packed training camp recap shows. It's been a fun week. Appreciate everybody following along, um, but we'll still have practice covered tomorrow. Make sure you are following, especially these guys at the CARM, at Nicholas Moriano, at G Braggs Jr., 23. Are you on the phone right now? Going live in Kansas City. They want to talk Bears. I'll, I'll be ready. Don't you worry. Show's ending. <laughs> this is unbelievable, <laughs> this guy. I'm going to now purposely go slow as I end this show. No, I'm just kidding. AllCSShow.com is where you can get uh, all the coverage. Make sure you're reading Nick and um, 
all on the uh, Twitters and Instagrams and, and everything. Braggs, good job today. Seriously, double, great work. Double duty. We're Pre- all doing a great job. Uh, I see your super chat right the last second to Anthony 499. Happy Friday. Thank you guys uh, for once having my favorite sports media was late because I was at Sunnyside. Appreciate it. A lot hey. of people with the Sunnyside comments. Sunnyside Make sure Fridays. You Let's go. Use that code. Uh, and uh, we're out of here. We'll see everyone back Monday. Talk to you later.